When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at woodhousebuickgmc.com. We are professional grade. This is how it's always been I'm on the outside looking in Welcome to Double Love, the podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of Sweet Valley High, book by book. I'm Anna Gary. I'm Karen Moynihan. And we are back with episode 40! 40. 40 episodes! How could it be? Look at us go! We're middle-aged! <laughs> We're officially old to Jessica Wakefield's eyes. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but because of our weird time lapse, carry mm. on, it is book 36. It is. And it is Last Chance. Ooh, book 36. We're creeping ever closer to oh, Regina's big storyline. <laughs> and Regina starts being mentioned a bit in the background yes. in these books They're that are coming up. Threading her in there in the background. <gasps> Just to we remind don't, us. Don't forget about her. Oh God, Fat Chance. <laughs> so Last Chance. Oh. <laughs> Well, it literally is. <laughs> Last chance to see Regina. Book number 40. Oh, so uh, we'll start off as usual with some taglines and blurbs. Mm-hmm. And the opening tagline is, the cover tagline is, Will Peter choose Amy or Joanna? <gasps> well, hmm. Mm. Not, well, both. You know what, let's not like, ruin the ending. Yes, let's it, not. Yeah. Because... It Unless they're going to do it for us on the back, but I don't well, think they yeah, do. Well, yeah, Go on. What is the, the back cover tagline is? The final test. <gasps> Ooh. Well, not really final, because nah. she's going to be like, <laughs> yeah, hopefully staying in school for well, a bit longer. Yeah, that's kind of the whole point. Still. <laughs> but anyway. Okay. The blurb. Mm. Drop out Joanna Porter. Harsh. Jesus. <laughs> Labelling her. Straight in there. Go. <laughs> She knows that the students of Sweet Valley High are shocked to see her back in classes. She's never done well in school. Now, with everyone talking about her behind her back, she's finding it practically impossible to succeed. But Joanna's determined to stick with it. Hooray! Yay! Peter to Haven is one of the reasons Joanna wants to stay. Motherfucker. She's always... Sorry. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> it's hard not to, Bernie. Yeah. She's always had a crush on him, and she thinks he likes her too. When Peter's girlfriend Amy is away for the weekend, Peter and Joanna go out and have a great time. Mm, but when she sees Peter at school, he ignores her because he's a prick. <laughs> That's not what it says. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Sorry, sorry. Let's continue. Is Peter like all the others who think Joanna's just a failure? Oh, can't she prove once and for all that she can make it at Sweet Valley High? Well, the answer for once. It's yes. Hooray! Because uh, Joanna is pretty cool. She is. As we will find out. But can we describe the frankly astonishing cover? <laughs> uh, yeah, so we've we've got um, Peter and Amy off to one side. Amy, um, what's her second name again? Amy. 
Sutton. Sutton, yes. Uh, yes, vain and silly, Amy Sutton. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah, is. They're, uh, yeah, Peter... Like he's he's forty. <laughs> like, he really is, and he dresses like he's seventy. Yeah, yeah, as they usually do. So he's kind of got like Amy's kind of holding his arm, <sighs> and then Joanne is kind of in the background, sort of staring forlornly in their general direction, I guess. Yes. Um, she's got a fine head of hair on she her. She does. She has lovely long kind of auburn hair. She actually has a really nice dress on, Joanna. Like I quite that like is that. True. It's a blue and white kind of. It's kind of a 60s looking dress. Yeah. Kind of in, I short like sleeves it. and a square kind of neck. It's cool. Yeah. I, I like it. That. Um, Amy. Oh Amy is dressed like a librarian. <laughs> Something. No shade to librarians. <laughs> no, but no, like, no. It's like this big, cozy, comfy cardigan. It looks like a shawl. Over a like shirt. A old yeah. ladies shawl. It just doesn't seem like something Amy Sutton would wear. No. At all. Amy like. Sutton wears white jumpsuits. She's a flashy cheerleader. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, funny she was wearing the Pie Beach jacket. Oh, man. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Now we know that Pie Beach is our criminal gang. <laughs> as it, we found out at the end of the last episode. <laughs> Literally, they are. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Mm. And she's, I don't know, she's the sort of looking at the camera or is she looking at Joanna? She's look sort of shifty eyed. Not, not really either one, somewhere between the two, kind of. <laughs> she's kind of like side eyeing something. We're just not sure what it is exactly. She's being very uh, clingy. Yes. Well, her and Peter are both very clingy. You'd think they've just been told some horrible news that are like clinging to each other. That's for true. They do look like they're dealing with some kind of grief, but it's like, no, you're you're just you're just teenage assholes. That's yes. all. And they really are. Yeah. Oh yeah. Both of them. They <laughs> deserve much, each other very quite much frankly. so. And with that, yeah. Let us <laughs> let's get commence. in there. <laughs> the scene starts, or the book starts, in the cafeteria where Jess is bitching about the cafeteria food, but says at least it makes it easy to diet. And there's a very unhealthy <laughs> Christ. Uh, bit about how like oh a, she needs to slim down to a size four for mm. for a to fit into a dress for the PTA dance, and she grimaces when Kara jokes about oh if the dress was a bigger size you'd have to put on weight. And that's like, oh, don't even joke about that, Cara. Yeah, and then they, they reassure us that Jessica, a model slim, perfect size six, ever had to worry about her weight. Oh, yes. So, don't, oh, thank God. Yes, don't <laughs> worry about that, readers. <laughs> so worried there for a minute. But if you worry about yours, oh, you're not perfect. Yikes. Ugh. Like, they're straight in there. It's literally page two. There's yeah. no need. Come on now, lads. Giving this message to 12-year-olds. So Good sweet Jesus. Uh, so Jessica is sick of all the boys around here and she doesn't have a date for the dance. And Kara's glad that Stephen's going to be back for yet another break. Because she says... <laughs> the oh, fucker never leaves home. <laughs> oh, oh my God. How does he... I, I mean... How is he even in college? How have they all kicked him out? Because yeah. he's never there. He's never there. And she thinks, I don't know what I'd do if I couldn't go... If I couldn't go with him. Go on your own. No, man. So, <laughs> go with your friends. It's fine. God. And we're told that Jess thinks Kara and Steve are too serious. Yes, they're too dependent on each other, apparently. Yes. Even um, though she's the one who got them together, let's not forget. Well, I mean, she's got some theories about that that gives her the right to <laughs> fuck with them, basically. <laughs> yeah. And... I remember we were talking in the last episode about how we'd had some plot lines with Jessica getting up to innocent hijinks. Yes. And uh, she hadn't been a massive bitch for a while. Well. She's making up for lost time. She really is yeah. in this book. So Liz joins uh, joins the, the duo and Winston and Rhea are there and there's the usual twin comparison and um, we're told that Liz loves reading and listening to music. What music? Hmm. She's no. She just listens to the droids. Yeah. I don't buy this. Mm-mm. And of course, she's excited about Stephen coming home and Kara is set off on this and just like, God, why are they going on about Stephen? Kara's <laughs> so boring now. 
And Amy turns up and hilariously is all, I bet you're wondering if I'll have a pre-dance party. And Winston, <laughs> Winston is so great. Yeah. He's like, anticipation, Winston declared, has us all breathless. <laughs> and Amy does not guess that he's joking. No. <laughs> so she starts talking about her new boyfriend. <gasps> Peter. Yes. Yeah, she's like, of course, this party's going to be a really big deal for Peter and me. <laughs> Tell us about Peter. Elizabeth is like, Terrible. Peter? She's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> who? <laughs> like, literally who? <laughs> well, we got some information about him. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> when Elizabeth realised it's Peter Dehaven, she had to catch herself to avoid displaying the surprise she was feeling. What? Apparently, she was one second away from blurting out, but he's so smart. <laughs> it's like, wow. <laughs> and you're so judgmental. <laughs> she has learned nothing from the Heather incident. Oh, my God. Though, Amy is a vapid bitch. She is. It's true. Still. But, uh, you know, yeah, like, come on. <laughs> no, it's, it's bad. But yeah, tell us about Peter because we get quite a lot of details about yeah. his amazing. It's so funny genius. as well. This is classic Elizabeth as well. It was like, Elizabeth didn't know him very well, but here's what he had for lunch, and this is where he lives, and this is what he wears all the time. <laughs> and here's what he's doing in class. Yeah, so he's a senior who's in a special science class. Um, he's admitted early to MIT. Yeah. He's won every very prize fancy. for science there was, except <gasps> the coveted Southern California Science Fair, <gasps> which he was rumoured to be entering that month. Ooh. He's a tall, attractive, serious-looking boy with dark hair and hazel eyes. A well-liked, hard-working guy who happened to be an ace tennis player. He's no nerd. I, I, as, well as, a, <laughs> as well as a top-notch science student. <laughs> <laughs> Like, don't worry, kids. <laughs> Not a nerd. No. It's okay. <laughs> He's hot. <laughs> Plays tennis. Is <laughs> tall. <laughs> uh, and actually, the cover they've given him glasses, but he does not have glasses in the book. Oh, yeah. Hmm. He doesn't. You're right. <laughs> oh, James. Ah. The nerd stereotype. He also has some specs. Oh, and God. yeah, Amy talks about how mad he is about her yes. and how, you know, he's so uh, he's so serious, but he doesn't talk about science when they're together. She won't let him. <laughs> and then there's a, a very contrived bit where Winston greets Julie Porter, as mentioned at the end of the last book, who apparently he's become great friends with because they worked together recently on the hitherto unmentioned cabaret <laughs> night. Sorry, what? Did when- someone do mine hair? Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> Did Jessica do a routine with chairs? I need answers. Oh my God. <laughs> As someone who wrote their undergraduate thesis on 1920s German, <laughs> I, would have, I would have paid money to see a scene in which they enacted cabaret. Amazing. Which does the MC, of course. Of course. Oh my Lord. Well, sadly, we were, uh, oh we were denied this. Yeah. yeah. Delightful. We cheated out of cabaret night. Ugh. But Julie's, um, Julie's amazing at uh, piano. She's a great musician. Yes. So and we're told it. that she's shy and a loner, but we were told in the last book, she's like in private she's Alpha. She's a cheerleader. Yeah. What the fuck? This is... Get uh, your story straight, lads. I know. <laughs> and we're told that Liz used to be friends with her back in sixth grade. We get her backstory... Uh, her parents are professional classical musicians. Her father's like in the LA Symphony, which is mm. pretty impressive. And her mother was an opera singer, but she died in a car crash recently. Aww. And uh, turns out that they travelled a lot. And Julie was grand. She's really musical herself. But her sister Joanna had a harder time at school. And just before the death of their mother, she uh, dropped out of school. Yeah, she was kind of getting C's and D's in every class. Yeah. and was always on probation. And it was just... School was quite tough for her. Yes. Yeah. So she dropped out of school to work at the Whistle Stop Cafe. Yeah, she's a waitress, eh? 
<laughs> yeah, the very sort of old-timey sounding diner. <laughs> and it turns out she's coming back that very day. And she's going to be back in the junior class, even though she was older. And Amy, because she's a bitch as well, goes, oh, I die of mortification. Fucking <laughs> hell, right there. And fair play to Liz. Liz literally tells her to shut up. She does, yeah. And uh, she praises Joanna's courage hmm. and says she thinks it's great she's going back to school. And yeah. She, and Julie says, well, yeah, it's going to be quite difficult for her. And it is, because she's in the school bathroom thinking about how much she suffered at Sweet Valley High. And oh, I man. am glad that somebody will admit that it's uh Yeah, it's not all terrible. sunshine and pep rallies. And by the way, we get an insight into quite how bad the uh, the education system is because, spoiler alert, we're going to find out that the teachers do not really notice what their students are good at. Oh, gosh. Yeah. At all. Yeah, it never should have come to this, in fairness. No. Like, Jesus. Not even vaguely. Yeah. So like she's... She, Sorry, go ahead. Well, it's just she's been working since she dropped out of school. She's been working kind of like the odd temp job, mostly waitressing, mm. and never staying at anything for, for too long. But she's had to come into contact with all sorts of different people and she's basically grown up and it's made her a more well-rounded yeah, person. Yeah, she's think. had some life experience yes. and she quite liked it at the Whistle Stop Cafe because the other waitresses would ask her how to like spell things and check a bill and yeah. make sure everything was added up correctly. So she kind of felt... She was a... A bit more respect. Respect is a big deal for Joanna, actually. That comes yeah, up a lot in this. Yeah, that's true. Because she doesn't get any respect. She gets in no school. respect. And yeah. she feels like she doesn't get it at home, but actually she's kind of projecting as it turns out. A little bit, yeah. Yes. So two of her old classmates come in and they're kind of, oh, what are you doing here? And it's all a bit awkward. And mm. she has to say, well, actually, I'm not going to be in your class anymore. So that's a sort of first little embarrassing moment. Yeah, for in fairness, though, the girls that she meets here are kind of grand. They're just like, oh, well, you know, good for you. And oh, that's true. I mean, yeah. They're quite normal about it. Yeah, it's fine. Because like, not oh, everyone. Welcome back. Not everyone is as nice as this. Like True. And as she goes down the corridor, because these people have no social skills as ever, <laughs> everyone's just gulping at her. Jesus. And uh, she feels very self-conscious. And we're told that she's very pretty. Unlike poor old round-faced <laughs> ginger Julie. <laughs> There's enough Julie. <laughs> <laughs> apparently Joanna takes after her mother and she's like unusually pretty. It's like it's amazing Lila Fowler hasn't tried to stab her in the eye. I know. <laughs> how has this not come up? Why wasn't the end of the last part like Lila figuring out how to like push her down a well or something? <laughs> But she says she, she thinks she would trade her, her beauty to have Julie's talent and the respect and love of their father. Oh. Which she actually does have. Because, mm. you know, it sounds like her father's terrible, but actually he isn't. No, he's actually not. But she's always felt like a bit of an outsider, I think, because the family are so musical and yes. she's not. And just, yeah, she just kind of feels a bit at sea, I think, with the whole thing. Yeah. And her mother always told her, look, it doesn't matter that you're not musical. You yeah. just have to find out what you you'll are into. find your own thing and you'll be you'll give yeah. it everything. It doesn't yeah. matter what, what it is. Just yeah. find what, what you care about. And she still hasn't found it. Mm. And uh, she, she has felt more alienated than ever after, from her family since her mom died because yeah. she feels that like her father and Judy they're just the musical ones they don't really she's just like the weirdo it's like they don't get her yeah yes and then recently she found her mother's old diary which was about how much uh, her mother wished that Joanna could trust herself and that she would go back to school so that's kind of why she's decided oh, to take yeah. this plunge it's, like it's quite her. sad yeah, yeah no it is genuinely quite sad it is a lot of backstory oh yeah sorry, guess, but we are expositioning the hell out of it of in course this chapter yeah. yes and so cut to the cafeteria where Joanna feels awkward amidst all the students and um, another mention, little mention of uh, Regina. Mm, yes, she just happens so, to be there being beautiful. It's all yes, fine. <laughs> and reminded of her backstory yeah. because of course Joanna doesn't know her because she wasn't at school. Yeah, so she's kind of surprised at how Bruce Patman, oh, suddenly he's a nice guy. Yes. Because <laughs> that's, you know, the, the love of a good woman has uh, cured him of his ways. Oh, as we'll soon find out in the next few books. 
Not for long. Yeah. Thinking what leads up to uh, mm. Coke time. <laughs> and Joanna's having a hard time. She's doing the easiest level, like the level of all the classes, but it's tough. And she's finding English tough, despite the charms of Mr. Collins. Oh my God. <laughs> And Mr. Collins has arranged for Liz to give her some grinds. Oh, yes. Because they're doing short stories and she just finds it really... She can't concentrate and just kind of, yeah. So Liz is going to come over later to go through a a Fitzgerald story. Mm. And we're told that she always secretly loved maths and science. But even those classes are going badly. Oh. So she's... It's obviously... It's it's hard to get back in. Yeah, it's tough to readjust like that. Exactly. She spots speech with Haven, Mm. uh, the aforementioned... Genius. (laughs) Genius. <laughs> and it turns out she always sort of fancied him ever since they were childhood friends <gasps> who used to play with his toy chemistry lab. Oh. Which is quite a cool toy. Full chemistry lab. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But yeah, they've obviously known each other for quite a long yes. time and she's kind of always had feelings for him. Mm. Uh, but that they kind of drifted apart, I suppose, as they got older. Yeah, and now she's she just noticed that he's with Amy and she's kind of surprised because she's what she's heard about Amy suggests that they don't have much in common. And Peter approaches her but it's only when Amy has gone off somewhere, mm. like Amy's gone oh, to the counter or something like yeah. that. And he's like, oh, I missed you. And she's, oh, I missed you too, Peter. <laughs> See, she is totally besotted. She's smitten, yeah. Yes. And he offers to help her in a chemistry class, but then a- Amy turns up and drags him off. And, <laughs> you know, you can imagine what Pointed Amy's face is like. and accusing oh tones God. of God. She's very territorial. Very much so. And she'll only get worse as it goes on. Yeah. So on the beach, Kara is doing a relationship quiz and ingenue. Yay! It's back. <laughs> and Jess is all like, I hate the, well, I hate the word relationship. It's too boring. And tells Kara, it's ridiculous to be tied to someone who isn't around. And Kara is like, take the piss and going, okay, Jess, you know, give me your best pitch. Yeah. Like, what are you going to say? Is that your, my image will be shot if I don't go out with loads of guys? It's like, and Jess says, yes. But <laughs> I thought that, because there's such massive hypocrites that if you go out with those guys like Annie, then your image is shot anyway. There must be a very fine balance between yeah. going out with lots number. of guys. Between <laughs> someone like Jessica basically calling you the town bike yeah. or <laughs> being just a party girl. Oh, God. Like oh, Jessica you, literally has a subs win. bench of dates like yeah. that she calls literally. up every so often. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine when she does it. <laughs> but Jessica is a master manipulator as ever, and she spots a bit of a weak spot with Kara because uh, she's like, you, you know, people think you're just hanging around for Stephen because you can't do better, and Stephen's going to take you for granted. And oh God, yeah, she's like, when, when did he? When was the last time he bought you a dozen roses? Yeah. And like, Kara's like, like uh, never. <laughs> she's like, well, because we're like sixteen and seventeen. <laughs> who does that? <laughs> and foolish Kara doesn't. Spot straight away that Jess is yeah. messing with her, and it's like, oh, maybe Stephen does take me for granted. Oh, no. Meanwhile, cut to the porter's house. Uh, they're so fancy they have a housekeeper, by the way. Oh, yeah, called Simone. Oh yeah. yeah, very fancy. And she's comforting a frustrated Joanna, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk about Joanna's outfits later. But yes. Liz admires her distinctive style, Ooh. which, as my notes say, is essentially Victorian ghost. Yes, so it's Liz's like style. Of course, she likes it. They're birds of a feather. Yeah. And she wishes that Joanna would be sure of her as confident in her views of the story as she is in her fashion sense. Mm. And it's it's just really, Joanna, it's actually really convincing. Joanna can't figure out how to write an essay because even though Liz is giving her quite sensible advice just to start off with, she's saying like, just how do you feel about this? What do you think? Yeah. What do you think of the characters? Characters. And, yeah. You're just trying to get a break because Joanna really can't articulate what she thinks of the story. Yeah. And 
it's uh, Joanna just finds it really she just can't get her brain around that. Can't quite get a handle on what Liz needs to do, yeah. Uh, and jo- Liz is actually really nice. As mm. I know, say, she must have learned her lesson about being a judgmental bitch yeah. after the last book. <laughs> yeah, she is properly helpful and not like in a condescending way or anything. Yeah. And she does say, look, you know, I think it's great that you're coming back to school and, you know, yeah. fair play to you and all that, which Don't is all give up. Yeah. quite nice and encouraging. So. Yeah. And you can call me anytime. And yeah. for once, it's actually with uh, for practical reasons yeah. rather than just like being a big nosy weirdo. <laughs> Tell me all your problems. <laughs> Joanna is much more comfortable, of course, in the chemistry lab Uh because cut to there and Mr. Russo, the chemistry teacher, gave her some work to catch up on and she's sort of in a state of flow. Yeah, she's really enjoying it and the time's kind of ticking along and she suddenly realises it's half four and she's like, she could never remember having like lost track of time while doing schoolwork. Yeah. But she was obviously just so into this. It's like, oh shit, this is actually, I really like this. Yeah, it's really cool. And then uh, Peter comes in. And she admires his terrible outfit. I don't know, do you want to describe Yeah, we'll do this one because it's, this, yeah. it's just Peter and I hate yeah. him. Go on. <laughs> tell, tell us what beautiful clothes he's wearing. Peter looks so cute, she thought. He was wearing <laughs> a blue and white striped button-down shirt and khaki trousers. And with his short, dark hair... Oh, and horn-rimmed glasses. Oh, sorry, sorry. He already looked like an East Coast college student. Oh, yeah. I used to work in a on my J1 summer. I worked in a bakery very near MIT, oh. Kendall Square in Boston. And... Uh, I don't remember them all. Looking like weird sort of fifties <laughs> preppy. They're more in glasses. No, they're no. A bit more scruffy nineties people. Okay, if I'm called yeah. correctly. Slightly but, more grungy. Yes. <laughs> but uh, well, Peter, I think it's more like he dresses like most of the men in Sweet Valley, like a retiree. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, he. Um, he. Yeah. She kind of asks him what he's doing there, and John is a bit embarrassed. I think because it's quite a a basic experiment or whatever that yeah. she's doing that she's working on. But Peter's like. Oh, I just I hate him so much. <laughs> and this is kind of the start of it because he's just like, oh, yes. I've been teaching a class in chemistry over at the middle school. It's really nothing special. Just an enrichment session for gifted kids. Oh, fuck. Oh. oh, you can see our faces, listeners. We are literally doing puke faces. We are. Oh, I hate him. <sighs> and then we just hear about every stupid thing he's doing. Now, it's not stupid, obviously, if any of you want to do this, this sounds very impressive. Sure. It's like, he's going to do a summer school at Harvard and he wants to book, work in artificial intelligence so he's going to do a computer science degree. And yeah. blah, 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 Which is blah, all blah, fine. Blah, blah. Yeah. But all he does, he literally just talks about himself oh, yes. like all these boys do. Like, yes. that's all they all do. <laughs> we so had many this of before them. with Alone in the Crowd. But literally, for the next 20 minutes, yes. she listened attentively Silently. while Peter described in minute detail the programme he would be studying. Like, Oh my God, how boring. He's literally talking about like, well, teachers will be, te- you know, lecturers will be teaching the courses on the fucking dorm rooms. He no might be one like, cares. Who cares. Oh my God. But all he does for the entire time they're together in this chemistry lab is talk about himself. Yeah. And somehow she's pleased and she's like, oh, you know, you're so impressive. And he's like, well, you have to know what you want. And she's so smitten. She, doesn't. she just can't see that he's just a useless arsehole. Like, <laughs> she's God. just like, oh, he's so impressive. And, you know, oh, he knows so what together. he wants. He's a go-getter, whatever. And she's just, she's all enraptured. And he starts talking about stupid science fair. Yes. Aforementioned. Yeah. He's going to crowding glory. He's going to write a, a computer program for it that kind of it's like a psychology thing that it like asks questions and yeah. needs to figure it'll, out how to for emotional work. problems so yes. it'll ask you questions that you will answer with yes or no answers mm. and then it'll take you on like almost like a choose your own adventure kind of yeah or a very basic text based computer game from the <laughs> 80s which is yeah. one of this huh. and his confidence makes you want to admire him even more wow oh god so then he asks her to come with him after school to his some friend of his brother's who's a computer jock which I suppose is cool, isn't it? Like, nerd, but not really. It's a planet. dorky, if you ask me. 
By the way, when I said dorky, I did not mean, maybe one of my best friends is a professor of computer linguistics. So no. I don't mean to, to mock them, but call yourself a computer jock. It's a computer jock. Cool. <laughs> um, he rollerblades to work. <laughs> oh my God. I could, wow, he kind of is a bit like that when we meet him. Yeah, sort of cool. Yeah. Um, so she accepts, of course. She's like, oh, I'm going out with Peter on a Friday night. And she's kind of aware that he just asks her you know, because they happened to bump into each other. He didn't like... He was going anyway, that it's not like he's going out of his way, really. Yeah. And then it hits her. This is why Judy is sound, because even though Mm. she's totally, stupidly smitten. Yes. Part of her brain is working normally. And it hits her that, oh, he didn't ask me anything about myself. Yeah. But then it's like, well, I didn't have anything else on. Oh. So she goes home. She does. And in fairness, Julie Julie has this guy pegged from oh, the beginning. Really like, does. Yeah. She kind of points out how he's asked her because the fact that Amy is away for the weekend with her yes. parents. Like, don't you think that's a bit of a coincidence that she's not around? And Joanna didn't know and that Amy was away you. with her yeah. parents. So, you know, she's kind of she gets very defensive. She does. And she's like, Well, he wants to spend time with me. Is that so crazy? And Julie does mean Julie's really nice. Like no, Julie she is, does yeah. mean well, and she's apolog- she apologizes, and of course that does work. And Joanna does what everyone does in Sweet Valley, just runs off crying. Yep. And she does, she's upset that her and Joanna Judy are still kind of a bit. Yeah, they're kind of at odds again. Yeah. yeah. Back in the Casdell Wakefield, Stephen's home. Hey, and they, they do that really infuriating thing oh, with him and Jessica, God. where he's like, "Hey, ugly." She's like, "I don't find this funny." <sighs> Liz does. It's and funny because they're all so sexy. Yeah, that's so beautiful. <laughs> it's true, they are. Yeah, and Liz is, uh, you know, really excited to see him. Like he hasn't been home, you know, five books ago. Every other weekend. Oh my god! <laughs> and he's brought loads home, loads of bags. Um, because apparently they're full of anniversary gifts for Kara, oh. which of course gives Jess. An opportunity to start oh, man. stirring. Stirring away, gets that wooden spoon out. Oh, she stirring away. Yeah. She's like, oh, Kara didn't mention anniversary. She's she's so busy with all her, you know, partying and, uh, yeah. and all these, oh, I'll say no more. She's very non subtly kind yeah. of like, she's been so busy. Yeah. <laughs> Going out. And then Stephen says, oh, he's taking to Kara to somewhere called Maison Blanche, which is allegedly very romantic and just like, oh, that'll be nice. Uh, you know, you're for your dates because like Kara's going on so many well she she probably doesn't think of them as dates fucking hell like and Steve is actually justifiably freaked out yeah as who would what are you talking about so back at the uh, Porter household Peter collects Joanna he's wearing a Laura Ashley dress hooray oh my god in the late 80s I was mad for a bit of Laura Ashley (laughs) my proudest possessions was Laura Ashley dress with a lace collar and uh, which was kind of too big for me because I was very short (laughs) (laughs) but I didn't care and he whistles when he sees her because he's leading her on like a brick yeah pretty much he says she belongs in a meadow (laughs) Jesus Christ you belong under a fucking meadow (laughs) (laughs) true (laughs) and uh yeah, they uh, they go off in the in the car, and he goes on about the glory of winning the fair, and how the winner gets a scholarship to a college of his choice. And then Joanna goes, or her choice. Oh. Peter, <laughs> not react well to this. He was quiet for a minute. 
You don't seem like the sort, he added strangely. (gasps) What sort, Joanna asked him. You know, the sort who cares about using his instead of his and hers. That sort of thing. Peter looked uneasy as if he were on unsteady ground. (laughs) (laughs) I got some unsteady ground for you here, pal. (laughs) Fucking hell, this guy. Oh my God, I hate him so much. And actually, again, Joanna, like, her true awesomeness is always in there. Simmering away, kind of, just under yeah. the surface, where she's like, he hasn't asked me a single yeah. fucking thing. Like, yeah, he's like, yeah. he doesn't know what sort I am. Exactly, yeah. Because, uh, Fair point. Yeah, because he's so self-absorbed. Yeah. But she still likes him. And foolishly, she asks him to tell her more about his stupid computer program. And of course, he does. So he's delighted, yeah, to get to bang on about it. So again, for the next 20 minutes, Peter explained the idea to her. Oh, like, oh my God, he's so God. fucking hard. And also, he says, I go, tell me if I get carried away. But you know he doesn't mean that. Of course he doesn't. Not for a second. Like, do not interrupt me. <laughs> and she's impressed that he did a program that focused on emotions. Mm. And she's actually surprised that she understands all the techie stuff. But she decides that's just because he's so good at explaining. Yeah, she thinks he's probably dumbing it down for her. But it's like, no, you're actually quite smart, yes, Joanna. <laughs> believe in yourself. Hello, everyone. My name is David Riley, and I'm the host of 40 Minute Feuds, a podcast looking at our favourite scraps, spats and squabbles from the world of pop culture. Every episode is a 40-minute exploration of a feud of my guests choosing. My guests range from comedians, musicians, wrestlers, writers. So please check out 40-Minute Feuds on the Headstuff Podcast Network. So they get to this guy's place and uh, who's like, he actually works in tech and he's in his 20s and he's really nice to her and asks her. Asks her questions. Like what she's into, like, oh, she into computers too? Like a normal person. Yeah. And Peter <laughs> yeah. doesn't even listen. Oh my God. Even then. Yeah. And then when they leave, Peter suggests going to the canyon. Uh Uh-oh, no good can come of this. (laughs) And it doesn't. No. Well, except as far as she's concerned, it it is good. Because what happens? It is inevitable. (laughs) He puts her arm around her. He does. And he goes in for the snog. (laughs) He loves the gob. He does love the gob. Yeah, so they like make out at the canyon or whatever and it's just like, oh God, this is a disaster because he's still going out with Amy. Yeah, and he's just getting off with girls behind yep. her back, getting the shift Hanging in the canyons. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so on Sunday, Joanna and her Victorian ghost clothes <laughs> head... Are haunting the Wakefield pool. <laughs> <laughs> they are reading a love story. Ooh. This sets Joanna off. And sort of dreamy, like, oh, love. Yeah. And of course, Liz, with her amazing instincts, guesses that something is up and asks <laughs> if Joanna is into somebody. And of course, Joanna's like, um, you know, who oh, can I confide in you? And because the last book was a total lie, <laughs> Liz is, of course, oh, yes, yes, you can. She's fucking her, jumping on this. Her of course day she is. is made. Yeah. <laughs> she lives for this. Dear diary, jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> Someone asked if they could confide in me. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. I'm back in. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, Joanna tells Liz all about Peter. Yes. Um, and Liz is a, bit, is a bit like, well, you know, I don't blame you for having a crush, but, you know, he is he's with going out with Amy. Some <laughs> yeah. Because Joanna's like, oh, my sister thinks he's using me. And Liz is like, what the hell? Is he's she not, wrong? Not. <laughs> yeah. 
but she is being relatively tactful in fairness to her. Oh, she is. Yeah. yeah. And, or she's. I think she has kind of learned something from the last book. Mm. Hopefully, or their ghostwriter has. Well, somebody has. Yes, <laughs> someone Do has to. Oh, some of the time. God. Well, all we're learning is just how terrible <laughs> everything in Valley is. I hope someone's learning more something more useful because we kind of knew that already. And Joanna asks Liz if she's been thinking of calling over to Peter that very day Ooh. and asks if she should do it and Liz is kind of uncomfortable it's like well maybe you should do um, you know whatever do, do whatever feels right yeah. I think is Elizabeth's advice yeah and Joanna says okay I'm going to go yeah. and just as she's going to go Stephen comes in and he's all cartoonishly grumpy and going <laughs> women am I right <laughs> Can't live with them. Can't live without them. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and he's looking for an ace mathematicians. Oh yeah, he's also grumpy because he's got like maths homework to do yeah. that he can't figure out. And it's combined with Kara who's constantly suddenly is constantly <laughs> asking him about all these girls he's supposedly yeah. seeing in college. And, yeah. and yeah, he has this uh, maths homework spatial relationships. Mm. And Joanna says, oh yeah, I used to have a puzzle book full of these sort of maths problems. And Stephen says, wow, this is advanced. And as my notes say, Sweet Valley really is a terrible school that so no one mad. noticed. How did no one pick how up on this? How good she was at maths. Yeah. No one. Yeah. And she shows Stephen how to do the problem. And Liz is all like, did, did you talk about this to, your, to our maths teacher? And Joe was all, oh, well, you know, this isn't much good for algebra. Yeah. And Stephen points out rightly, well, yeah, that's because you need a proper advanced maths class. Yeah, you're obviously bored and you just need more challenging stuff to do. Like. Yeah. But Joanne, of course, blushes. She kind of brushes that off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And she says that, you know, this is just, she finds this easy. She likes having a concrete puzzle to solve. And she basically says that's why she finds doing the English essays hard because yeah. there's no right or wrong answer. That's and Liz is like, well, that's why I like it. And, yeah, you yeah. know, and it's a really, it actually makes sense. It, it does. No, that's very understandable. Yeah. It's a convincing story. Yeah. And Liz uh, just, you know, so the chapter can end on a suitably dramatic note says something like oh I just like to see what I can learn from fiction and Joanna is all well I hope I don't have to learn anything from this tragic love story we're reading and oh. this is like uh oh I think you're and speaking of tragic love stories, Jess and Cara are chilling at the Box Tree Cafe before going to play a tennis match with the Patmans. Mm. And it turns out that Jessica has been suggesting to Stephen that Cara was like obsessed with playing tennis with Bruce because she fancies him. <laughs> Jesus Christ, and, Jessica. And this set off a big argument with Cara and Stephen. And I'm like, Cara, how can you not say that she's messing with you both? Like, if information is coming from Jessica, there's a motive. Like, yes. You can never take her for her word. Like, And if Stephen's saying weird things about you seeing other people, why where, don't where you, do say- you th- Where do you think he's getting this from? Yes, exactly. <laughs> but Jess, of course, is all, don't apologise. He needs to see how independent you are. Then he'll stop seeing all these girls at school. Because oh, now, now he, he, right now he doesn't she keeps escalating it yeah. and Scarra's like hang on what girls what what? what is happening what are you talking about yeah and Jess is like oh well she'll be I know she's upset but she'll be better off in the long run <laughs> she is truly back she, to her she is back with a bang evil she even yeah. says to Kara at one point wise up <laughs> <laughs> we're back with the OTG in the bit. last couple of books I'm yeah. very pleased about this and later on, Liz asks Jess about Amy and Peter. Like, what does she know about their relationship? Because she's obviously closer to Amy now. Yes. And it turns out, according to Jess, Amy is obsessed with them. Mm-hmm. And like an absolute oh, tool. Like, I, I do not understand this Liz at all. tells Jessica like, <laughs> about Peter and Joanna. So where is her to secrecy, which like that means nothing. And it does mean nothing. <laughs> of course not. Like how did she not think this was going to backfire yeah. at some point? Like, you can't trust this You bitch. cannot tell her anything. Yes. 
And Jess vows, which Elizabeth ridiculously buys, that, oh, she won't hurt Amy by telling her the truth. And she agrees with Liz. That, yeah, she's uh, like, oh, Amy's one of my closest friends. I wouldn't hurt her feelings for anything. Yes. Lies. Oh, <laughs> my God. Have you seen a relationship with her friends? Oh, man. Like, like, ah, so at school on Monday, Joanna is all dressed up in her finest Victorian ghost outfits. <laughs> she can't wait to see Peter because they had a nice chat the other day and she's convinced that now he's going to break up with Amy. Yeah, he is stringing her along completely saying that he's going to break up with Amy and he's not that serious about uh, her and it's her that he really likes all the uh, usual kind of bullshit. So much bullshit. Yeah. And she's dreaming of going to the PTA dance with them and she's planning what amazing outfits she'll wear. Aww. And then... She overhears some random bitch we've never heard of before laughing at her, saying, oh, she can't even pass homeroom. What is homeroom? I am always confused by this. <laughs> Tell us, Americans. Is it just what like... Is it? is it just like that's sort of like your class? So is it, it like base camp? <laughs> no, I think it's when you start off the day, isn't it? And but why? Like, why do you start off there? I think I tried to look it up and it was like, oh, it's where you take like attendance and roll call. And it's like, can you just do that in class? I know. Why is it there? But what do you your, do? In your school, did you have like, you know, in your year hmm. of say third years? Yeah. There'd be a bunch of different classes in third year. Yeah. Did you all have like a form room that you went to for lunch and at the beginning of the day? And stuff? No, like there was a canteen in the school, but like there was canteen. no kind of. No, we each had a form room. No. And so you'd go there at the beginning. That's where your lockers oh. were. And okay. you'd go there for lunch. And now actually if your first class, I mean, that was if you were there before class started, which people very rarely were. Yeah. But you didn't get your attendance called there. Yeah, like you just did that in So class. that was just sort of like your classroom and hmm. that's where you'd hang around between classes you know between like in breaks yeah 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 Um, no we just wander the corridor (laughs) it's like a bunch of animals (laughs) (laughs) well in my school when you were in third year and fifth year because there wasn't enough classrooms for everybody you had to have you just had your lunch in the hall oh yeah and you also wandered the corridor like yeah (laughs) your lockers were in the corridor (laughs) but I've always thought it was kind of like that was like your it was sort of like having a form room okay but I don't know why are they there in the morning yeah yeah, I just I don't understand. I don't stuff. know what it is. Please tell us, yeah, listeners. Because <laughs> yeah. I realise as I say it out loud that my idea doesn't really translate. <laughs> they actually do something in this There's home some, room. Something happens. What is yeah. it? <laughs> it's not just the room that you go to that your lockers are in. Yeah, no, because they don't have lockers in them usually. Like it's no, just, they don't. Yeah, the and it's always in, in like TV and movies and stuff. And I've never really known what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! But anyway, so many mysteries. Yeah, just yeah, things that we just accept, and we're like, I actually have no idea what this yeah. is. <laughs> and I realised that I thought I had an idea of it. Yeah. So you say it out Does loud, it's like, it's like wait, no. Oh, no, no. <laughs> so yeah, let us know. Um, Do tell, because I think I think that the passing home room was obviously you know, a jest because it's yes. not something to yeah. pass. But that's all we that's all we know. Yeah. So yeah, it's some girl called Lucy and her friend Carolyn. <laughs> it's like whatever, Lucy. If you got yeah. kidnapped, no one would care. Yes. <laughs> True. Like, who even are you? <laughs> exactly. So, uh, rightly, Joanna goes out with her head held high. She yeah. vows to make everyone proud of her. Oh, my God. And he's... Uh, Peter, again, is a massive prick. Yeah, she sees a group of people and there's like, Amy, Lila, Jessica. <laughs> Good old Ken Matthews. <laughs> Love him. Crop it up a bit. I read these books like that. Um, and Aaron. And I think Peter is there as well. Um, he is. But yeah, she's but just she kind of like, lie. she's going to be like, look, I'm not going to be a coward. I'm going to go up and I'm going to say hello to her, to him. Uh, she goes up to Peter and says, hey, how are things? Mm-hmm. And he ignores her. He ignores her. He literally just turns his back and mortifies her. Like everyone's just kind of standing there looking so at her. So rude. It's terrible. 
oh my god he's so awful and she just feels shit she just walks off and can hear Amy laughing and it's just like fuck it's so cruel and she wishes she'd never come back to school and she hides basically in the lab at lunchtime and of course Peter turns up fucking Peter And he apologises, but it's basically just him waffling on it's about himself. It's him bullshitting, yeah. It's like, oh, I felt so awkward in front of Amy. It's like, really, is that why you were an asshole? Uh, you can say, oh, hi, at I, the very least. Like, you can say hello to people. <laughs> yeah, you're not even a good cheat. Yeah. So he says he's definitely going to break up with Amy tonight. He's going for dinner in her house. He's got to break up with her. And she seems all sincere. And she's not a doormat. She does say, look, you really upset me. And he says, okay, look, I know. I'm really sorry. Please come to dinner. In Bridgewater. Oh yeah, I know a wonderful place about fifteen miles from here. It's really oh, special. Also, just happens to be really fucking far away. away. <laughs> oh my god! But he's so weird about Amy as well because he's like, oh, she really has a thing for me, and it's like, well, you're dating each other. Of course, she's yes. a fucking thing for you. You're supposed to have a thing for her yeah. too. But also, you're not married. No. Like you've made a lifelong commitment to each other. <laughs> you can you know, own a house together. Oh. Like break up with her. You're sixteen. Yeah. Um, He's the worst. So, so yeah, by the way, this is our first reference to Bridgewater, which is going to play a role in the next book. Yeah. Apparently it's all over the place, even though it's never been mentioned mm. before. And now they're all obsessed with it. <laughs> but uh, Joanna is so blinded by love. She she has a little bit of a bad feeling, but she still is like, okay. Yeah, like her, her better judgment does kind of creep up every mm. now and again. And she's just like... Doesn't creep it off. No, it doesn't. No. But on a happier note, her essay writing is coming along well. And she... Liz praises it. Yay. And Joanna tells Liz how hard it was growing up in a musical family, sort of feeling like the odd one out. And yeah. she still feels a bit odd, like the odd one out. And Liz praises her decision to return to school. And Joanna says, oh, I just want to make Peter proud. No. And Liz is like, oh. <laughs> and she says, Peter makes her feel that anything is possible. Like, yeah, for him. Because that's all he talks about. God. And Liz is worried. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For a fall. She's when she's talking about Peter as well about how great he is. It's like he subscribes to all these magazines. He's always asking people questions, except for you. Oh, <laughs> like, see through come him, on, Joanna. it's all right there in front of you. I know, and you know better. <laughs> she does. Uh, and Joanna tries to, and Julie, sort of almost try to bond a yes. bit later. And Julie. Um, asks about her essay and turns out their dad's away on some sort of work trip and they're they're making dinner and chatting about the dance mm. turns out Julie's going with John Boo. Mm. Boo. and Joanna says she hopes that Peter will ask her and Julie is understandably uh, is he going out with Amy? Yeah and Joanna's like you think you're so clever Oh, they kind of keep having the same fight over and over again because every time she brings up Peter Julie's quite rightly like yeah, but he's got a girlfriend. <laughs> he's got a girlfriend. And then the dad comes home and it's all, and this is the thing, the dad is really nice to his kids. He's like, don't you get a hug from my two favourite daughters? Aww. Like he never shows Joanna or Julie, sorry, any favourites. No, he like, actually doesn't. And it is all in her you head. You kind of think that is what's happening, but like it's not. He's it actually isn't. grand. Yeah. yeah. And of course, in true Sweet Valley style, Joanna runs away cry. Oh man. <laughs> because that's what they do. That's, that's how you roll yeah. Sweet Valley. And back in Sweet Valley High, Cara is really miserable. Oh. Um, because basically her and Stephen are at odds. Just constantly fighting. And, Fuck's sake. And we hear that Lila is like set the seeds for being asked to something called the Bridgewater Ball. Oh my God. Yeah, it's the ball of the season when all the debutantes come out. <laughs> Hello, what year are we in? <laughs> 
Did they have debutantes in the 80s? I think in America, even though they don't have them like at court in London anymore, (laughs) I think they still do. Really? Have like coming out balls. Absolutely. I have a friend who was, an American friend who was a debutante. Really? She had photos (gasps) of her in a white dress, yeah. Wow. Oh, it does come up with the Gilmore girls actually. Yes, exactly. Exactly. But where he comes out. It seems like such a southern thing though, doesn't it? Rather than like. I think it's sort of sort of posh waspy organisation. Oh my God. But I think they're usually a bit older. Well, maybe not. Anyway, yeah. that's uh, that's what they do in Bridgewater, so which funny. I can't believe that we haven't uh, apparently heard of it before this book. It's apparently very exclusive, even mm. more exclusive than Sweet Valley High. It's fancy. Why? Yeah. I suppose Sweet Valley does have its bad part of town with the... Oh, it does. The holes <laughs> of the roads. There's a wrong side of the tracks in Sweet Valley. You won't get that in Bridgewater. All <laughs> the roads are good. <laughs> <laughs> there's, no, there's no broken glass there. Not at all. So Lila is obsessed with being asked to this Bridgewater ball and by, uh, to sort of pave the way so to speak she is already you know eyeing up some potential guys and actually by the way I'll say this now it comes up in the next book there's no real explanation of the rules of this ball no because it's sort of like she has to be asked by somebody but what is who can you just buy a ticket yeah can you buy a ticket yeah like what is what is it connected to? Mm. I don't really understand. And we never find out. It's quite vague. It's yeah. very vague. And anyway. it plays a big role in the next book. <laughs> yeah, Lila's uh, working an angle anyway of some sort. She wants to get asked out <laughs> yeah. by a Bridgewater boy. Mm-hmm. So she's going, she's she's taking one to the duds. And so is Jess. <laughs> she's yeah. found someone called Rob Atkins. Yeah. Um, and uh, so they're looking for invites, but Cara can't even get excited about this because she doesn't care about anything. Uh, because her and Stephen are having such terrible fights and he told her like oh just invite with your boyfriends Aww. to Amy's party and she says ask Ken <laughs> good old Ken yeah. <laughs> so sexy so stupid <laughs> <laughs> but so he's up for he's up for good time he's great yeah. and Cara asks him out asks him to the dance yeah. and he weirdly says yes you think he'd go aren't you going aren't out you going with Stephen <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway yeah. so she's so naive and Jess this is so terrible Jessica thinks it's right that she should be the one to break up Karen Stephen because she got them together. Yeah. As my notes say, she is unhinged. She is actually a psychopath. It's the circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> Get them together and break them up. Fucking hell. Yeah. It's the arbiter of relationships. Well, you know, she's she decided. Yeah. So, uh, so it must be. Mm-hmm. And Johanna is studying in the library when some cheerleaders come in dressed for a pep rally because Amy's such a bitch. She's just like shouting at the top of her voice even though the others are saying, shout out. You're in the library. library. <laughs> yeah. And she's talking about how she sent out other invites to a party and now she's going to be, how Peter will be, her and Peter will be like the stars of all. Mm. And Johanna feels awful imagining Amy and Peter at this party. And then as she leaves the library Peters and Amy, and Amy are together and of course he ignores her again oh fucking hell he keeps doing this he's terrible he's the worst and of course later he turns up and is like oh I'm sorry I'm sorry it's like oh man oh and yeah he's a she's, she does really trust him she's like oh you're coming up to me now because Amy's at her cheerleading and he yeah. says he can't hurt her I need to wait till after the dance and and do you really listen to me you're amazing it's like she has a fucking choice oh my god she doesn't have a choice he just <laughs> waffles on yeah and then they go back to his uh, house, which is a Spanish-style house with an exotic garden courtyard. Ooh. And it's full of <laughs> photos of him. Fucking hell. It's basically a shrine to Peter. Yeah. Every room has something belonging to him in it. Tennis yeah. trophies in the family room. Photographs of him in the hallways. Yeah. Rows of special science books in the library. <laughs> like the library? Peter's parents came down. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a brother, doesn't he? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Poor other guy. <laughs> he's the one there should be a book about. He's the one who's being alienated from his family. 
<laughs> and uh, she realizes, oh, nobody celebrates me like this in your house. Like, no normal people. Yeah, this is not normal. Alters <laughs> to their kid in every one of their kids yeah. in every room of the house. But um, we're told that he's so much fun because he goes through all his fucking photo albums and shows her pictures of himself. It sounds incredibly boring. Oh my god. And soon she knew more about Peter's life than she had dreamed possible. Wow. Yeah. And I don't what do you just... want to know like that sounds so boring oh my goodness and she has so little confidence that she can't blame him for not asking her questions oh, about I know and then she sees the science fair notes and he's like you wouldn't be interested in that and it turns out she loves computers and she once even wrote a little computer program herself he, yeah he's just so dismissive of her though he just doesn't take any of this in yep and uh, when she looks, glances at the program, she says, oh, I saw a similar uh, program in a TV science program a doc- or a documentary. And he's not even listening to her because he's too busy arranging his photo albums. <laughs> Fuck's sake. He sucks. <laughs> and she's not surprised he doesn't care about her views on his program because she's just so thick. Oh, Joanna. So bad. But she isn't thick. She's not. Because. Cut to chemistry class. <gasps> And Mr. Russo was telling the class how shocked he is at how badly they've all done. Again, because they spent all the time going to school barbecues and pep rallies. <laughs> Softball games. <laughs> well, the only person who didn't do badly was Joanna, who got 92. Yeah, and he's like notoriously tough as well. So yeah. she's obviously doing really fucking well. And at the end of the class, he says, look, can I talk to you for a second? And it turns out he has talked to her maths teacher who says that she's really good at algebra. And if she does a summer school, she'll have totally caught up on, you know, Everything she, yeah. she needs. Brilliant. And he, he can't understand why her gift for maths went unnoticed before. Yeah, well, what I, the fuck? I think I do. <laughs> Mr. Hadlon, yet again. Oh, man. You were so right. It's proven right. Yeah. <laughs> over and over again. Every single book proves him right. Yeah. And he says, look, next year you should be in advanced placement physics. You're mm. brilliant. Yeah, she's really good. And there's a really lovely bit where she says, well, you know, and I don't really think of myself as gifted because in my house, if you don't do music, it doesn't count. And he says, uh, maths and music are closer than he thinks, which is totally true. Aww. And yeah, when I was in college, I knew a few people who did maths and music because they are linked. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. So um, he says, look, you're great. You can access the labs at, you know, when you've got a free class and after school and, you know, just you need to be working at your own advanced pace so the class yeah. won't hold you back. So he's a great teacher and she feels amazing and she can't wait to tell Peter. Ugh, it's kind of annoying that that's the big takeaway that I she can't know. wait to tell Peter. It's like, just be, you've done something great. Yeah, you're so <laughs> Revel good. in your achievement. You're so good at chemistry <laughs> and you've got a nice teacher who believes yeah. in you. <sighs> but, anyway. on a nastier note, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Amy and Jess are in the locker room. Yeah. They're talking about the party. Oh God. And Amy is surprised to hear that Kara is going with Ken. And then Jess admits that she split Kara and Stephen up fucking on hell. purpose like she, a psychopath. She does it so like casually as well. She's like, she's actually putting on blue eyeliner oh, while she's doing it, cool. which amazing. Yes. But she's just like, yeah, you know, I'm just <laughs> breaking them up. And even Amy, who's meant to be kind of a bitch and silly and stuff, is kind of like, what the fuck? That's what's so You're amazing. Crazy. Amy is genuinely <laughs> Horrifying. <laughs> and we're told it's like because she has only moved back to town recently she'd never seen any of Jess's schemes in action very true so she's now seen her two colours and it, Jess does not like somebody being horrified by her and then just tells her uh, Peter's been cheating on her yeah she's like decides she doesn't like her attitude and yeah. just and tells her that oh, she is so monstrous <gasps> it's crazy this is one of her lowest she's points such a terrible person like <laughs> considering a few pages ago she was like she's my closest friend I'd never hurt her feelings and it's like she doesn't like your scheme well bitch <laughs> <laughs> when you hear this <laughs> 
just like flip uh, oh just so quickly and Amy runs off and just like yep, that's relationships for you oh they just cause nothing but trouble you cause nothing but trouble <laughs> <laughs> indeed oh god and Amy confronts Peter and it's really horrible because she's like can't you do better than that thick bitch oh god she can barely write her own name yeah and he doesn't defend uh, Joanna for a second oh god no and he says no I was just helping her with her chemistry and because Jessica is so insane yeah. Amy's like okay well she was probably lying to me because she does lie all the time it's what she she's does lying to <laughs> she's like the Cara. only person who kind of yeah. realises actually Jessica lies all the fucking time if she tells you something's wrong with your relationship like do not take that at face value no get a second opinion <laughs> oh. and then we hear uh, but she, he said she said sorry Amy says look well fine I believe you but Stay away from Joanna. Yeah. And then there's this bit inside Peter's stupid head. Stupid fucking head. And it's... (laughs) (laughs) And it's... It's just so annoying because he literally does not know why he's being he's going out with Amy. Yeah. He doesn't really like her. It's so shit because he's like he doesn't understand why he didn't just tell her to get lost. He hardly even enjoyed her company. Sure she had a lot of status around school. It's like look I know Amy is kind of terrible but like it's not on her that yes. he only liked the idea of her yes. and didn't bother with her as getting to know her as a person yeah. and just used her for her status. Like, that's not Amy's fault. No, it isn't. This is entirely on you, Peter. He is projecting everything on Completely, her. yeah. He's like, oh, their relationship was shallow to him. And it's like, well... Break up with her Break then. up with her for fuck's sake. Don't, don't, don't string her along. <laughs> just because you like the idea of her. Like, oh. that's not her fault. <laughs> God, he can't see girls as people, basically. Yeah. Basically, yeah. And then he thinks about how great Joanna is and realises, oh, I never give a real chance. I just talked about myself. Oh, yeah, but no I, somehow I can't talk to you like how why why yeah he's like oh if, I, if he gave himself half a chance he could come to care about her oh, like fuck oh off. fuck off oh my god uh, so he, <laughs> he writes a note to Joanna leaves her in a locker and is just like well I can't do you anymore Bye. oh my god it's so shit <laughs> he's such a fucking chicken on top of everything else yeah and it's a, it's a really shit note so shit Ugh. and poor old Joanna is heartbroken and she um she thinks, oh my God, the only person who knew about this was Liz. Can yeah. Liz have told her? And when she accuses Liz, Liz denies it. But like, Liz did tell somebody. She did. Yeah, because yeah, Liz is like, what are you talking about? I'd never do that. It's like, yeah. you've literally told your sister. Yeah, so you did <laughs> yeah. tell somebody. You didn't tell Amy. No. But she spread it around. Mm-hmm. And Joanna's like, I don't belong here. I've got back to the oh, whistle no. stop. And Liz goes to Jess, who of course initially lies. And is like, <laughs> oh man, I did. I had to for Amy's sake she's truly back to her evil self oh completely yeah she kind of talked her way out of it by saying Amy practically forced me to tell her it's like oh my god you literally told her as soon you did it out of spite you do everything out of spite (laughs) it's your kind of MO you run on spite (laughs) (laughs) she does and she literally uh, like told her when she felt slighted by Amy who had not mentioned Joanna Mm -mm. or Peter for that matter at all yeah Ugh, and somehow Liz ends up forgiving Jess even though we're told <laughs> she hated herself for relenting like grow a spine you always relent oh my god you are such a sap yeah and uh, Jess is all like oh please forgive me oh, oh I'm so sorry and uh, then as soon as she does get forgiven somehow she's like oh well it'll be fine in the end <laughs> can't you wait for the dance I'm so looking forward to to it and, and that's she, it like <laughs> yeah She's a, she actually says, Top, we've got a dance to look forward to. Like, when do you not? Oh, yeah. <laughs> when do you not? It's not new. <laughs> oh, my God. But at the pre-dance party, Amy's oh. famous party, things are not good. It's, no, everyone is furious with each other. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> everyone is cross. Yes. Amy's wearing an awesome outfit. She is. But it does not assuage her mood. No. And Stephen has brought some girl called Eve from college. Oh, man. And Joanna is, you know... 
is there, obviously, and it's just really awkward. It is. Everyone's cross. But things are much more amusing at the dance, where Lila is hilarious. <laughs> She's all like, I love this sort of thing. It's too primitive. <laughs> Nothing like <laughs> dancing right over your gym class this morning to make you feel really romantic. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Lila. Of course, the droids are uh, the entertainment. Yeah. But even the droids can't cheer up Kara because she's really miserable. Aww. And Jess doesn't give a shit about Kara, of course. <laughs> and it's, she's more interested in checking out Susan Stewart, who's their hitherto unmentioned classmate. Mm. Say the word hitherto unmentioned quite a lot because these mm. randomers, we're sort of in what I like to think of as the randomer stage of Super yes, Valley High. Very it, much so, yeah. Yeah. They just keep introducing people we've never seen before. Yeah, because like, like, okay, the next book is about this person we've just met, (laughs) I guess, yeah. Um, Because there's a few in a row now. Mm. And it's, uh, yeah, Susan Stewart is is apparently known for her expensive clothes and hobbies. And she's friends with the Bridgewater gang. Um, But she's going out with a guy called Gordon, who's in Sweet Valley. He's in Sweet Valley, but he's fancy, like, so yeah. Oh, he's very fancy. And Lila sneers at Susan, who we're told is mysterious because nobody knows who her mother is. She just lives with a kindly single lady (laughs) old enough to be her mother called (laughs) Helen Reister. Uh, What could possibly be going on there? Yes. (laughs) And uh, no one knows who her real mother is, but they do know that her mother apparently sends vast fortunes for her upkeep. And that's why she's always so immaculately dressed and Ken asks Kara to dance and Kara's so miserable Ken is just like just go talk to Stephen yeah in fairness to Ken he's like just you know this is ridiculous (laughs) which it is and so she goes to Stephen and Eve who was apparently just a friend from college why is she in Sweet Valley to go to a secondary school PTA dance (sighs) who even knows yeah makes no sense (laughs) and Eve is like just go and dance with her this is ridiculous yeah and when they do dance they realise we've been jessica of course you have. Of course you fucking have. <laughs> How did it take you so long, you fools? I know. So ridiculous. And then they confront Jessica and she's like, uh, I was just testing your love. And they're like, oh, well, we should have trusted each other. Do not let her oh. off the hook. They're constantly letting her Why? off the hook. She'll just keep doing it again. Because Jess kind of talks her way out of it by saying, yeah. well, you know, if you were solid, then I wouldn't have been able to break you up. And I didn't, so it's fine. <laughs> Oh, I'm God. actually bouncing in my seat with rage. But they like they flip so quickly as well because Stephen is like, she's gone too far. We want revenge. <laughs> and then they go over to her and it's like, yeah, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Bye, Jessica. Go <laughs> like, off and never mind. Some... <laughs> it's like someone pull her up on her shit. Oh, there are once. some consequences to your yeah. actions apart from just like tofu hijinks. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. love the tofu hijinks. Oh, so. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, as we said, we were enjoying the, the fun and games yeah. and now it's back to psychopathy. She's back to life ruining. Yeah, back to her true self, I mm. think. And Liz, Jess and Enid and uh, Enid's mysterious date, Scott Log. Get it, Enid. She did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she got someone in that butterfly nest in the last she book. fucking got one. <laughs> Winner. <laughs> Oh, it's a pity he's not long for this world. Well, I was going to say long for this world. Probably not. She's got a basement full of like high school boys, I would say. <laughs> She's a dark horse. She has got out with a lot of boys who Hasn't are she? never mentioned yeah, again. very suspicious. Where are they? I think you're right. Yeah. The nest, the basement, mm-hmm. basically It all adds up. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just chilling and uh, Amy and Peter and some of the, their pals come and join them, which... Um, isn't to Liz's liking she can't believe she was ever friends with such a vain silly creature and unlike the Heather time she does have a point because well, it's pretty terrible yeah true and Lila asks Liz about tutoring Joanna um, 
because she mentions that Joanna got an A in chemistry. Yes, yeah. Because that's obviously the talk of the town. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> and Amy sneers and it's like, oh, she wouldn't have got an A. She, she must have cheated, yeah. Which yeah, because Elizabeth's kind of watching Peter to see is he going to defend, defend her. her. Yeah. And he just stands there and says nothing because of fucking course he does. Yeah, and Liz defends her. She does, you. yeah. No, in fairness. And when Amy goes off somewhere, Liz gives out to Peter for letting Amy talk like oh, that. Oh, and quite rightly. Yeah. yeah. And she confronts She's really him. good, actually. She is, actually. She confronts him as like, I can't believe you just sat there and let her say all those things about Joanna. Like, what's your fucking problem, basically? Yeah. And also, you're leading Joanna on and yeah. I don't understand why you're doing this. Like, yeah. if you don't want to be with Amy, just break up with her. Yeah. If you want to be with Joanna... Don't string her along. And Peter's all sad. Fucking Peter. <sighs> and then things are oh, for Joanna. She's back at school on Monday and she's trying to study even though she barely sees the point anymore. And she's like back at the whistle stop by some friends. And Peter turns up and apologised to her. And then he's all relieved because he's just like, oh great, that's off my conscience. That's fixed. Oh, yeah. Here's this problem. I have my supercomputer program. Oh, I can't get the section of love and intimacy working. And then Joanna helps him out. She does. Well, she is this one. Yeah, she kind of suggests to do a flowchart, basically, because yeah. he's kind of stuck on a certain yeah. branch of the thing or whatever. And she's like, look, I saw this thing. Maybe you could try like a flowchart or whatever. Being helpful, which is more than he fucking deserves. Oh, much more. And what does he do? <gasps> he fucking laughs at her. Yes. He's yes. like, oh, that sounds a little simple, Joanna. <sighs> like, literally go fuck yourself. I hate him so much. But at least she is genuinely pulled by him. She is. She's kind of like, well, that was really rude. What yeah. the fuck is his problem? Screw this guy so and she's just giant like, ego. Yeah, she's like, look, I don't want to see this fucker again. I'm out of here. But unfortunately, the rumour about her and Peter has spread Aww. and all over school because it's, and why are people in the school such massive pricks? <laughs> just everywhere she goes. They're awful. Like, I don't like to, I hate the phrase, get a life. But they do need to get a life. Seriously. Because they are so <laughs> obsessed with other people's problems. Yeah. And she overhears everybody like making sound remarks and looking at her and that she's in the changing room before gym and she hears the same random bitches from earlier saying that, you know, she can't believe this rumor about Peter and Joanna because Peter was too smart for Joe. Yeah, Joanna like what's he doing with her? Like the all this shame kind of, stuff. of Amy's, you know, for Amy of her boyfriend cheating with such an idiot. Yeah. And then Amy, Joe was like, Look, they have no right to talk about me like that. But then you think she's going to have a moment of realisation of how, you know, she deserves better. But then she's like, but they don't, but they will. So I might as well leave school. Yeah, it's kind of like it's all just like her confidence is just being chipped away kind of over and over again. by Like overhearing all these stupid remarks and yeah. Peter being the worst. And she's just like, do you know what? Fuck this. I've had enough. Yeah. yeah. Because she's, she's like, I'm not being accepted here. Yeah. Like, why am I putting it's their myself? their problem. Why am I putting myself through this? Like, yeah. Exactly. Like, they're not going to change. No. And Liz later, there's some sort of time jump here because mm. Liz then meets Peter. Yeah. Who, who tells her that Julie told him that Joanna's dropped out. She's and gone. And Liz is just like, hang on, what? What the fuck? <laughs> you yeah. seem to be very blasé about this. Yeah. She's like, did you say something to upset her? Like, what's going on? Yeah. yeah. And she challenges Peter and Peter basically admits he didn't give Joanna a chance to, to say much. He was just, when he saw her earlier. Just banging just on about, about himself. himself yeah. As usual. And Liz rightly gives out to him again. And... <laughs> And says, basically, I don't understand why you're such a prick. <laughs> In so many words, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this is a great moment because he's like, oh, well, you know, it's not my problem. I couldn't help her. And he said, well, yeah, of course you couldn't help her because you're so obsessed with yourself. And he suggests that he rings her, rings Joanna and lets her know how bad I feel. And Liz is so angry at this, she can't even speak to him and just walks off. I think that's so relatable because you just want to punch him in the fucking face. So at this she's stage. Like, I like, I can't. I, I can't, cannot. I can't even look at you. Get out goes. of my face. Like the fact <laughs> yeah. he wants to ring her, not to comfort her or encourage her, but just to tell her how, how bad, bad he, he feels. Because it's still about him. Yeah. Oh my God. 
But of course he does feel bad. He doesn't know why he's so rude to, you know, about Joanna. Like, because apparently he normally has, has social graces and he can make conversation, but he actually cares about Joanna and it makes him act Ugh. weirdly. I don't know. No. It's bullshit. Not it makes having it at all. No. It's all like, oh, he's threatened by her, by, uh, her, her new maturity and what that could mean for Fuck him if off. he falls for her and he can't let himself fall. Whereas Amy, there's no emotional stakes. It's like, none of this is just fine. You're appalling me. Yeah, this is just all you being terrible. Yes, you are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he tries your suggestion for his computer program and of course it works. Of course it does. Because Joanna's when, really fucking smart. Yes. And when he rings, uh, he rings the house, it turns out she's gone back to the whistle stop. Yeah. So he goes to, to get her there and he's like, of course this will work because Peter DeHaven has never failed with anything <laughs> he really tried for. I'm a science guy. I got this. <laughs> Well, hooray! Joanna tells him to fuck off. She does, and I love it. It's so great. <laughs> yeah. I love her. <laughs> and yeah, she points out uh, what you want to talk to me now because you didn't really care about yeah. anything I said before now. And then he's uh, he's all like, "Oh, you're so bright. Oh, you're too bright for this." And she, which is very patronising to well, people working in cafes. Yeah. Um, but you know, she probably shouldn't be dropping out of school at sixteen. Uh, so. Um, she, he's like, you can't mess your life up to punish me. And she's like, what? Hang on. This isn't about you. I'm not doing it. Like, not everything is literally about you. Jesus. Yes. <laughs> and yet again, he wants to sort of say how much she means to him, but he can't somehow. Mm. Like, we're meant to be sympathetic to him. I, I know, know, yeah. Ugh. Hate him. And end of the day, Joanna comes home from her shift. She's exhausted. Oh. And her dad wants to talk to her and says he wishes that she could confide in him and she does tell him about finding her mom's journal. Yeah, they have a nice kind of bonding. It's it's quite sad. It's really it's, sad. But it's, it's nice. lovely as well yeah. because they're actually talking to each other and he's like, look, you need to do these things for yourself and, you know, I don't I don't blame you for <laughs> the, the feeling the way that you did when you yeah. read the diary. But um, yeah, he's just like, look, she just wanted the best for you and, you know, it's yeah. quite lovely and they kind of reconcile as well and she's like, oh wait, he does love me. Yeah, because <laughs> like, yeah, of course he does. She's like, I thought you only cared about music and he's no of course I don't yeah. and Mr. Musso told me about how great you are and you know you're you're I'm really proud of you yeah and she realises that when she went back to school she had the wrong motivation she was always trying to prove herself to other people exactly and doing it because and it's what her mother wanted rather yeah. than just doing it for herself and he kind of makes her see that that that's yeah. why she needs to do things and then they both admit they miss her, her mother Aww. and they both cry it's really sad it is really sad but it's lovely that they're they're communicating yeah they're a nice family <laughs> they are and she realises that she has to look to herself for validation. Yeah. She can't keep looking to her mother or Peter mm. who wasn't given already anyway. And she has to go back on her own terms and uh, she feels she has to apologise for Liz because Liz can't have told anyone about her and Peter. And Liz, <laughs> she did! But she did! Why doesn't she admit it? We're so angry about this. We're literally jumping around in our seat. Like, Liz gets away with so much oh, bullshit. Oh, God. Ugh. So this is also a super cute scene. She tells her family she's going back to school and she has a little surprise for them on her dad's computer that he uses for, for work stuff. She's written a little computer program that allows her to play Beethoven's Fifth using the keys on the oh, keyboard. Oh, so cute. Oh. <laughs> and she says, the music is still there even if it looks like it's a world away. So fucking sweet. And then they all cry. Oh my God. I love thing. this family. Yes. <laughs> They're adorable. More of the porters. <laughs> yeah. And on the way to school, Julie and Joanna um, admit that after their mother's death, they all sort of withdrew into each other. And yeah. now they're going to, you know, make more of an effort. And this Aww. is really lovely. It so, is. It's really nice. I'm so glad. And Joanna's even more awesome. 
because Peter asked her to meet at lunch and she says that uh, that she can't because she's meeting Mr. Russell in the lab. And we also get told she apologised to Liz who had graciously forgiven, forgiven her. her. Fuck off. As my notes say, as well as she fucking might. Yeah. She did do the she thing. She did the thing. <laughs> oh my God, Liz, you massive. So Liz unjust. could have just said, actually, I'm really sorry. I Look, did, I tell, did tell my sister. Yeah, I like, shouldn't have. For sake. Ugh, and anyway. Liz gets away with it. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, anyway, so it turns out Peter has broken up with uh, with Amy. Finally. And Amy realises she doesn't really care. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> She's doing brilliantly in maths and science and Peter actually listens as well he might. And he thanks her for the help with the computer advice and it turns out that he won the fair. Yeah. And he credits her, but I bet he didn't when he won it. Of course he fucking didn't. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> she's like, I'll enter next year. Yeah. And she's, oh, I'm so proud of you. Come out and celebrate your, my, your, my triumph. My triumph, yeah. And she's like, do you know what? This is still all about him. Yeah. No, I'm going to a concert with my parents. Yay. And then he asks her out for another day. And she's like, no, I've got my own stuff. Yay. I choose me. Like Kelly in uh, Beverly Hills 90210. Yes. Good for you. Yes. And he's, he's all hurt. And she's like, what? Ah. Them's the break. See ya. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I don't think I'm ready to think about guys and dating. And Peter's all hurt and I messed everything up, didn't I? And it's like, yes, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I love it when the when sensible lessons are learned. Oh, I love this. It's such a good end for this storyline because it it's really like, is. he was terrible the whole way through and, and there's no, re- no redemption for him really at all, no. which is great because she's just like, you know what? I'm better than this. Yeah. I'm better than you. I'm grand. <laughs> and he's left yeah. girlfriendless. Excellent. And she has a science victory, ver- uh, science fair victory to plan and she's going to make herself proud. Yay! Hooray! But meanwhile, Jess is all miserable because she didn't split up her best friend and her brother. <laughs> for fuck's sake. <laughs> and uh, Lila ignores her rantings because Lila is obsessed with Susan Stewart. Ooh. And we're told that Susan has been complaining because her guardian, Helen, won't tell her who her real parents are. And she wants to find out as well she might. <laughs> and... Uh, Lila wonders if the rumours are true that Helen's or that Susan's mother is famous and Jessica's all why are they by the way why are they all like this because <laughs> she must be look at her she's obviously incredibly high born oh my god this is like when they were convinced that Jack the construction worker yeah. was a prince <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake they're so ridiculous <laughs> so weird and uh Lila's all like, oh, it's like Cinderella. And how long will Susan have to live in the cinders? Fucking hell. Jesus. And that's the end. Yeah, pretty much. So they're just setting up the next book. Very um, much so. Can you read us out? Yeah. Oh, OK. It's very short, actually. It's just, yeah, because they're kind of, they end on a bunch of questions about who's Susan's real mother? How long will it be before she identifies herself and solves the mystery? Oh. So then the kind of readout is just find out the answers to these <laughs> questions in Sweet Valley High 37. Rumours. <laughs> And that was... Last Chance. Last Chance. And it was great. It was a doozy. That was so oh, much fun. we got so angry. <laughs> but we got so happy. So cross. Oh, so, so vindicated. It was a roller coaster of emotions. And I believe there were some good outfits. There were some good outfits. So can you share some stats I and ensembles? I can indeed. So the blue-green eyes got five mentions. Mm, average. A little bit above average. Though. Yeah. Uh, the blondness gets four mentions. Mm. And people go on about respect six times. Whoa. Oh, yes, VCT. Johanna wants some fucking respect As around here. What she wants. Yeah. Baby Peter has not got he it. He sure doesn't. <laughs> he does not give her her proffers when she gets home. <laughs> oh. uh, okay, so the outfits are pretty much just Joanna, I think. Um, so, yes, that afternoon, Joanna was wearing a flowered jumper and Victorian lace blouse. Oh, oh do, nice. by jumper, do they mean like a pinny? <gasps> Ooh, maybe. 
Just oh, order me when you read it out that's loud. That's right. They don't say jumper like we <gasps> say jumper. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's even better. A flowered penny. Bet you get that, Laura Ashley. Love it. And a Victoria blouse, Liz's favourite. Yeah. Well, yeah, Liz is appreciating her, her fashion sense. And it's like, well, yes, you would, because it's yeah. yours, basically. Very much so. Um, the Laura Ashley dress. It's a blue cotton flower print Laura Ashley dress. Would have worn it. Lovely. Uh, let's see what else. She was wearing a flowered cotton skirt and a soft Victorian looking white blouse. Oh. Where did they get these Victorian blouses? I, I did have a sort of lacy collared blouse in about 1988 when I was about 13 that I did wear with a Laura Ashley flowery skirt huh. and docks and I think I got it in Laura Ashley oh <laughs> maybe that's where they've been going all this time that's it um, she oh, okay she doesn't actually wear this but it's a dress that she wants to wear to the dance if Peter was to bring her which he doesn't mm. uh, it's a spaghetti strap sundress with Ooh. gold and rose coloured flowers that sounds quite nice. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Like you think she wears a big poofy Laura Ashley. You would nonsense. think. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, Amy uh, wears at her, her disastrous pre-dance party. Uh, she looks pretty as ever in a peach coloured jumpsuit. Hey! Oh my <laughs> God. Amy. Love it. I imagine it's sort of shimmering in the manner of peaches and cream Barbie. It absolutely must. And wow. then at the dance, Cara uh, wears tight black jeans and a sparkly t-shirt. Wow. Which seems very casual Doesn't or kind it? of a little funky for a dance. They're always in like gowns and yeah. dresses and stuff I for these dances. I am recording usually. this session wearing tight black jeans. Yes. And the Sweet Valley High t-shirt. It's not sparkly, but it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> we are, again, wearing a matching t-shirt. It's our podcast uniform now. It is now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was book number 37. Yeah. Or oh, sorry, 36. Number 36. Yeah, last chance. Last chance. And it was a chance for some ranting. It sure was. Got some stuff off our chest. Oh, yeah. we really did. So if you want to explain to us what home room really yeah. is, because we clearly have <laughs> Please a do tell. clue. Yeah. <laughs> we, we had a few guesses there. I bet none of them were right. Yeah. I, I was confronted with the extent of my ignorance. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, if you have, if you if you want to share this, the reality with us, if you have any other thoughts, if you want a science fair, Ooh. Uh, if you too had a penchant for the Laura Ashley look <laughs> in the eighties, even if you were a short child who <laughs> was constantly looking slightly swamped by uh, the long what? flowery skirt, do share photos yeah. and all. We oh, want it. We please want do. Them. I might try and dig out some terrible <gasps> oh, photos. Please of me. do. My Laura Ashley. Ensembles. Amazing. Um, yeah, you can get in touch with us on Twitter at SVH Podcast. You can send us an email at svhpodcast at gmail.com. And we are members of the Headstuff Podcast Network, home of Ireland's Finest Podcasts. Mm. And you can follow the network and find out about the various podcasts on offer at HS Pod Network. Yeah. And we will see you in two weeks. Oh. But between then, don't go, now and then, don't go spreading any. <gasps> Rumours <laughs> Tell me lies Don't sweet Oh no hang on That wasn't that awful Oh, oh. oh The well. chain Yeah <laughs> Anyway Think of some Fleetwood Mac funds We'll see you in two weeks Bye everybody <laughs> Thanks for listening Bye <laughs> This podcast Is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network 
Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com. We are professional grade.